Welcome to She Loves the Grid, where we discuss all things F1. Whether it's happening on the track, in the paddock, or beyond the grid, we'll talk about it all. And here we are, back to She Loves the Grid, before we're getting going, because there's so much happening. So I welcome back. I'm Claire. I'm Diane. <laughs> this fun. year. <laughs> I, and it's already crazy. And fun time recording. So neat, neat bit of uh, trivia. I am in the United States currently traveling. So we're actually only a couple of hours apart for our recording for, for a change. Yes. It's kind of nice. I don't have to factor in the eight hour, <laughs> eight hour time difference. And hang on, I have to let my dog in. Do you hear him? <laughs> it's so funny. I, I that came up recently on a, a feed. Somebody, uh, one of our listeners, was uh, watched that one recently about the the barking in the background, which I thought was hysterical. Uh, it's usually the neighbor dogs. It's not usually my dog. It was the neighbor dog. Yeah, it was the yeah. neighbor dog. <laughs> this time that was my dog, and he, yeah. He has me trained really well. So, <laughs> all right. So, let's get going. What all do we have to talk oh, about today to God. get us going before the season starts? I know it's insane. And this next week's going to be crazy. So, I would say let's start with the launches. We had what four launches this week? Three, four. And then the two prior to this week. So, do you want to start with the yeah. two beginning? Yeah, whatever you've got. So, go to our YouTube. We've got the pictures. If for some reason you have not seen the launches, like we talked about on the last podcast, McLaren did a hard launch and they still have a launch plan this week. So they, it's not, they're not going to be like launching the livery, but I guess they'll be telling us something. Um, I'm sure at least new race suits and whatnot, but they went hard with the, with the black, the carbon fiber, and then their papaya. Nice. It's a theme across all of their all of their things, not just beyond F1. All of the different racing that they're doing, it's all yes. it's very common. The theme looks very similar across all of the liveries that they're doing. Yeah, I love that. Like their Indy car is going to have kind of the same, and right, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Like, why not? This is your brand, so it should be recognizable across all of motorsports. If I turn into an Indy race, I should be able to be like, "That's a McLaren." I love yeah, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's amazing. And then Haas, boy, they went all hard on the, there's a lot of dark, a lot of dark, Very dark. this year. Yeah. They went all black for the most part. Haas in the white. I like it. Um, looks kind of good. I, I mean, think it's, it's kind of sleek. I, I do like how Haas is on the sides on the, the side pods. It's just, yeah, uh, it adds a little aerodynamic flair to it. To yes, me. I was just gonna say it looks like it's moving, and then to have that white line underneath it that kind of like goes down like this, it really does give that. I mean, they're saying that the car don't expect too much. I think that's coming just straight <laughs> out of the Haas camp. So, like, it'll look fast. It might not be fast, but it'll look fast. So, <laughs> there you go. You can look, you know, you can look good while trying. <laughs> that's right. When you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you play good. That's an old Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders quote. Um, okay. So, this week we had Williams came out. They've got a lot more sponsors this year. So obviously we're seeing that on the, um, all over the car. <laughs> what yeah. I did think was funny is on social media. So you can see one of their big sponsors on the pod. Um, one of their side pods is Kamatsu. Yeah. Is that right. Um, 
And Haas admin responded to the photos and said, why do you have our team principal's name on the side of your car? <laughs> that was really funny. That I thought was, that was cute. Yeah, that is really, really funny. But I like it. They went with like a little bit darker blue um, than they have in the past couple of years. You've got a little bit more of like that navy-ish color going back to their heritage. And their whole theme was making history which we know Williams has a really storied history going way, way, way back. So um, I'm excited for them this year because I do think that they're making a lot of changes. Last year, they were making a lot of changes. They told us, I don't even know how many races were left, quite a few that they weren't putting any more money into last year's car. They wanted it all to go to this year. So I'm so excited to see. Um, I am too see them on track and it's it's a pretty car i hope they do more one-off liveries this year because honestly their liveries the one-off ones were my favorite last year they were so good i appreciate that they left the battery where it is yeah i, I love that that's that's got to be one of my favorite parts about their livery in their car the, just yes. the battery the duracell battery it's it's perfect it's a perfect location it's cute it's catchy yeah so i'm just so glad they left that there I think at this point it's kind of iconic. So yeah. you can't put it anywhere else. Now that we've seen it there, you can't move it. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. It's like, you know, it's powering the car. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So steak, um, Sauber steak F1 kick team, uh, whatever they're called. Um, boy, I their Twitter, actually, their Twitter is steak. So yeah, that's, I think that's a predominant name. Yeah. I think they're like racehorses. They have their whole name and then there's what you call them or show dogs yeah. or whatever. It's like <laughs> <laughs> the Sauber, Steak Sauber, Kick F1 team. I don't know. They, they're all kind of becoming that way again. And it's like, yeah, it's like a show horse or show dog. But I actually, you know, some people are like, oh, this is the ugliest car I've ever seen. I actually like it. I like the black with the pop of green. And the green is the, you know, the, the, sponsors color we're not going to miss them on the on the grid no they're going to glow yeah <laughs> it's gonna be i think it's gonna be very fascinating in the night races that green is going to really pop under the lights yeah. you know I, it's 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 funny and a little bit unfortunate but it's kind of funny where the people were playing on oh this is a green screen and people were you know putting all kinds of stuff on the car and whatnot um but I, I really think it's going to be amazing under the lights and the, the yeah. pop of that color and the glow. I, I think it's going to be cool. You know, I'm, I, I love green, so yes. it's, it's not my favorite shade of green, but I do like it. I do. Like I said, it, it's really neat against the black. Um, I don't think they overdid it. I think they had a chance with that green going overboard. I think mm -hmm. it's a good balance. That's a really good balance in the, the colors and where it was placed on the car. Yeah, I love it. And I think what's also good is we have, you know, I'm assuming Aston Martin will be all green again this year. And this isn't going to blend with them, which is good. I mean, again, yeah. it's a different, they're sour or not sour steak. Their coloring for their brand is different, but still, I think sometimes when you put the, you don't want it to blend in with another, another car. I also right. really like the little, um, up on their power unit where they've got kind of the step down. It kind of goes like this mm -hmm. with the green and then flows into like the side pod and, and up to the front. I like that. The other thing that's I interesting with, with this team is they are, um, they can't always run stake on the side of their car. So any country or area where it is illegal um, to, 
promote gambling, they have to go with their, they have to go with kick. So we will see that change depending on where they're racing. So it's not always going to say stake. It might say kick, um, which is, you know, just a sister company um, to stake, but just keep an eye out for that. I'm sure the first couple races, I would think um, Bahrain and uh, whatever the other one is. Anyway, <laughs> it's early here. Anyways, um, I'm sure we will see kick on the side of the car. So that will change um, depending on where they're at. Speaking of kick, I do like the way the placement of the K on the nose, the, the reverse of the K. I like that. I think that's really just a neat touch. Yeah. I th I, I know people weren't happy with it. I like this car. I kind of like it. Cool. I'm not mad at it. All right. Ah, yes. yeah, I love they announced this back to pink. So I love that they're bringing more pink into it. And pink is not as my, I, not a favorite of mine, but I do yeah. like the color. Well, so they do also have their blue car. Um, so this one does definitely look like the pink one, but they will have their yeah. blue one. So they will run both, but they, okay. So I watched the whole thing and thank God last year Alpine had a whole like commercial about their road cars and nobody cared. Like give us, <laughs> give us the cars. And this year they did start with the WEC car. Um, which has a, again, like McLaren has a very similar um, livery to their F1 car. It was the first time we got to see Mick in his Alpine, like WEC attire. He was up on stage. And so that was kind of fun to see him. He looked very excited. Um, but for the F1 car, Alpine said <coughs> from the front to the rear, everything is different about this car from last year. Absolutely everything. <clears throat> excuse me, except maybe the steering wheel. The guy said that that was probably the one thing that survived <laughs> was the steering wheel. So um, they, okay, hang on. I wrote this down. So they said they're taking a whole, a bold approach. That's what they kept saying. A bold approach to the A524. The front wing should give it a lot more speed. Um, this was their actual car. A lot of the teams are not showing their actual car yet. They're just showing the livery. This is the, 2024 car for Alpine. So they were throwing it out there. The braking they said is going to be more consistent and precise. Seems like a good idea in an F1 <laughs> car. Um, they moved the battery pack forward a little bit compared to last year. They completely revised the rear suspension. They optimized everything for um, to be more aerodynamic. Um, they do think that in some ways they took a little bit of a hit in regards to how they built this car in regards to the aerodynamics, but they think they're going to be able to drive through it and you won't notice that there's really a difference. So that could be kind of interesting. Um, the rear wing this year, they are going to match it to the track that they're racing on, which seems to me like kind of a no brainer. Why would you not change the rear wing? <laughs> to better, you know, if you need more downforce or you need more this and that, you know, depending on what track you're at. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? It's kind of hard to see in these photos if you're on our YouTube, but I really liked the sort of an ombre, but also kind of a little layering effect at the rear and then kind of on the side of the, the, the front. Um, I just thought that was, I, I thought it was kind of nice. Like, 
it's a it's a neat look. It's not too far away from what they normally do, but just a little different. But the car itself is completely different. So you can tell, and it's interesting that they did show their actual car, and you can that that nose is interesting. The front wing. Look at yeah. I mean, look at the shape of that front wing. It, it's it's quite unique. It'll. I'm really interested to see the engineering and hear, um, hear, hear Sam even talk about this. And I'm 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 so excited to hear the tech talks around this wing because it's it's really interesting. The shape of it is very fascinating to me. Yeah, this is another car I can't wait to see out on track. Like they had so many issues last year. Like they either were on the podium or the majority of the time they were. Their cars were just stalling. They were DNFing. Like they could not keep up. <laughs> there was, it was, it was not a good year last year for them. So this is another car I really want to see in testing what they do. I'm excited. Just two days away. We're what, what? Ten days away from testing. So yay! All right. Now we have the other RB team. Yes, let's just call them the other RBD because I don't even know. Visa Cash App, Hugo, whatever. So what whatever. I thought was really interesting is they launched their livery at a Super Bowl, their Super Bowl party. And it was a hot party to go to. Kendrick Lamar was there. Um, I like that they also had Amna um, Kalabas. Call a bossy. Why can't I say that this morning? She is going to be their driver for um, F1 Academy, and they included her in a lot of the photos. And they were all decked out for the party in Hugo, um, and they made sure she was decked out as well. So I really appreciated that they included um, her in this. So yeah, they went they went big with this. The funny thing is, this this car I think has the most color, maybe besides Williams. Is that right? That than the other cars that have launched. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it brought up what well, brought up this so far. Well, you've gotten it's a huge change in color, obviously, yeah. from Alphatari to this because of Visa and the Visa Blue, right? So it yeah. just brought that. It's a big pop. So huge change, huge change. Yeah, it's major. But what's funny is I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I mean, we see a lot of sponsors on it, right? There's a lot, a lot of sponsors. We see the Red Bull um, or, yeah, the Toro Rosso. See, why can't we just call it Toro Rosso? We've got a white bull on the power unit. Can we just, <laughs> can we just go back to that? Um, but somebody posted, and I think this was before our time in F1, but this is darn close to a former Red Bull livery from many years ago. The same blue, wow. it said Red Bull where the visa is. So part of me was like, well, now I, now I just feel like you cheated. You just went back and you're <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, I thought, okay, there were a lot of rumors last year that this was basically going to be the RB19. So last year's Red Bull car was going to be this year's um, visa cash app Red Bull. Um, so is, is it just like a nod? Like, yeah, this is a, this is just basically a Red Bull. You know, I just realized we can start calling it V-Carb. Visa Cash App Red Bull V-Carb. That's what they, that's their hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah V-Carb. Yeah. I just realized, I, I it, now it visualizes in my head. Yep. Yeah. I've seen that now. Oh yeah. That's so V-Carb. Anyway, <laughs> V-Carb. I don't know about carb. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, uh, now, now, but it, 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 now I see why they're using that. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, anyway. the, their uh, overalls are all white, all white. So I kind of do think that's going to look good in, in the car. So we'll see. I don't know. Again, here's another car. I feel like this is like how I used to be with spring training and baseball. You know, like, how are the teams going to do? What's going to happen? I feel like that this year, like, that's another car I want to see out on track. Is it the RB19? Are Daniel and Yuki going to be fighting at the front? Yeah, because if it is the RB19, this goes back to what we talked a lot about last year. And you know, put other good drivers in the Red Bull car and how do they fare out with, you know, with every, with the rest of the grid, you know, yes. it's not going to be an exact play of last year, but Danny's a great driver. Yuki's yeah. a great driver. Can they compete high up, be high up in the grid in the RB19 if it's truly the RB19? Yeah. Agreed. I can't, I can't wait. I honestly cannot wait. Speaking of Zach Brown, um, the CEO at McLaren, uh, gosh, I want to say like a month ago, he went hard with F1 um, and said, we we cannot allow one team to have two teams on the grid because you don't do that in any other sport. The Lakers have one team. They don't sponsor two teams and you're using, even though maybe you're not supposed to be, you know, using shared knowledge for two teams, he was really, really pushing to, um, to do away with that. I don't know how that works at, at this point with, um, yeah, you wonder what's the fairness in that? Because how, how does the second team pay for, because of the cost cap and whatnot, they didn't have to do any research. They just get the car. I mean, what, how does that work? How does that work? And they get a proven car that's phenomenal. And how is that fair along with the cost cap and the research and, the rest of the teams don't have don't have that that advantage yeah if they're just walking a fine line and taking as much as they can without fully going against the rules it's not fair to the other teams it just it just isn't and we know that they um moved a lot of their their stuff to england they're using that wind tunnel again you have teams like williams that don't have their own wind tunnel and so that's just going to move those teams, in my opinion, back even further. Here comes a team that was towards the bottom, could now be up towards the top because they're using resources that technically aren't theirs. I mean, I'm sure in the book someplace they're paying for it, but, you know, probably getting a discount or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's a proven car. I mean, if you, if you, if you, any other team that, it would be fair if any other team could say, oh, we want to purchase the RB19 for ourselves at the same price. Then it's fair. But yeah. that's that's not that's not a fair. That'll be interesting. And uh, I think I, Red too, Bull's got a Red Bull's got a lot, a lot of other stuff going on right now that they have to contend yeah. with. Oh my gosh, we'll get to that for sure. I think too, like it's it's also not fair because you know, we we have heard in the past, like, oh, um, Aston Martin is basically copying, you know, Mercedes or, or this or that, but at the same time, like, yeah, their engineers can go and look at, at a car, but they still have to figure it out. Like they might say, Ooh, I like how this is forward or what have you, but you still have to invest money and time to really figure out how that's going to work on your car, where I think for the V carb. <laughs> Take here, take it. All the knowledge, everything. Yeah, you don't have to do anything that. except here are the specs. Here's all the research. Here it is working. Here's a proven car working, just gifted to you. Yeah. Whether it's a 
and then and then if they're paying for it and then that money comes into RB, then they're getting funded. Yeah. 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 It's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see them out on track. I think for sure with them testing will let us know right away. You know, and testing last year was not fails. What is that saying? Like fail safe? It wasn't fail safe. Like yeah. Martin looked so good and then they were good for a few races and then they tanked and Ferrari looked great. And they really didn't pull through like we thought they would the majority of the year. So testing isn't everything, but I think for sh with the Red Bull or the V carb or whatever we're going to call them, I think we will know. I think we'll know pretty quickly. Like, mm. <laughs> so can't wait for that one. Speaking of the grid. So more came out about the Andretti um, thing and Andretti issued or a statement, I guess you would say, apparently, <laughs> this is so bad. Apparently, F1 sent them an email asking to set up an appointment, but the email went to spam and Andretti never saw it. Andretti company never saw the email, allegedly. And so F1 was just like, okay, you know, we're done. <laughs> I just, if that is actually true, that's terrible. Like, because yeah. in, in Andretti's statement, they did say something to the effect of like, we are happy to meet. We did not know. So that has to be a true story. Um, or said something so important. You think you would call. This is like, this is an important thing. You need to. And yeah, the, the, you know, and you don't just send one email and then nothing. Right. With all that kind of stuff, you would call, you would you follow yeah. up. You don't send one email and. And we know if for any naysayers that go, oh, no, if you're conversing back and forth, things don't go to spam. We know because I email back and forth you, my best friend of 20 something years yes. often. And, and I've had stuff that I send to you go to spam. So oh, it happens a lot. I was actually surprised to you email me. I was expecting to go to spam, but it wasn't in spam. It was actually in the inbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it, happens. it happens. It happens often. So, yeah. um, yeah. I, th I thought that was so interesting. They did say that um, they're continuing to work on, on the car. They're continuing to put money in. They really did put millions and millions of dollars and time into this plan. And it, of course, it's you never know what's going to happen. But if that is the reason why they said, never mind, or we don't feel that Andretti brings anything to the grid, come on. You've got to start meeting. Yeah, which yeah. makes me also wonder, because the FIA, remember last podcast, we talked about it. They were sending, um, they were getting involved. They had their verbal salad um, statement that they put out that basically was kind of like, we're going to, we're going to step in and find out what's going on. So we'll keep you up to date there. Other things that are new. Um, well, there's a lot of new helmets that everybody's releasing. There's some real, the cars are very dark. The helmets are very bright. Right. So very great. I almost I almost grabbed pictures for those to put up too because I was like, wow, these are so amazing. Yes, yes. Amazing. This dog is driving me nuts. He's in and out, in and out, in and out. Hang on. I'm also gonna grab really quickly. So talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna grab my helmet that I got this week. Yeah, because you you got your helmet. I saw you posted it on our, our socials. The helmets. I'm so excited for that. I know. I feel like people weren't as excited as me though. <laughs> okay, you don't I want to see it to scale now that you can show it live yeah. and see. What so it is small, but I love it. Sorry if you're watching our YouTube channel, but 
Okay, because it's just my. So see, it's tiny. Oh, it's it's bigger than I expected. It's so cute, right? I love like, it. I think it's perfect. I actually moved it to my desk so that way I don't know how to make it if it'll get blurry. There we go. But I put it on my desk because then the sunlight goes off the the red visor. <laughs> And I love it. So it actually came, it was so cute. It came in this little, this was surrounding it and it's got, there we go. Oh, that's awesome. And it's Lando Norris, Austin 23, 1-5 scale, this, like I was, I didn't know what to expect really. I was really happy with the, the little plexiglass case, but isn't it cute? So I love it. it's kind of funny. So this year his helmet is very bright colors. Um, I'm sure Lando is known for doing some great one-off helmets. So I can't wait to see more. Um, but this year his helmet is very bright um, and they're already selling it, but at the one two um, scale. So it, it would be bigger than, than that one. But for me, this is perfect. Um, okay. So I kind of got off on the helmet. So the other thing that's new sprint updates. So that has been yes. updated. I think it's really interesting. So now if you're at a sprint race, Friday is practice FP1 in the morning, then the sprint shootout to set the grid for um, the sprint race. So that will happen in the afternoon. On Saturday, you have the sprint race in the morning and race qualifying Saturday afternoon and then the race on Sunday. Everybody apparently agreed on this, but my first thought was, what if you crash in the sprint? What if you crash in the sprint? You have mere hours to get your car fixed and ready for the race, which is where really the majority of your points can come from. So mm -hmm. like, that's going to be interesting. I, I, to me, I'm kind of surprised that's what they went with, but apparently they all There's agree. been a lot of controversy about all the changes. There's, there's been so many all up in arms about what they were going to do and and how they were going to change sprints and reverse grid, not reverse grid, all of that. So yeah, they didn't do it. I, I, I no, And I find this very interesting because like you said, a matter of hours and, and yeah, we could, this could have some major impacts and they're not going to do separate point systems either this year that they talked about. It's still going to be all feeding into the same points. Yeah. Not, not that I'm aware of. I didn't hear anything about that. I also think like, Okay, when you get to the race qualifying, you've already done a mini race. You've already done a qualifying the day before. You've only had the one, which I've never been upset with only having the one practice. But by the time you get to qualifying for the race, those drivers, I feel like they're going to be tired, you know? And especially if a sprint is at like a street race where it's tricky and I can only imagine like you're probably just adrenaline going a mile a minute when you've got these narrow, you know, streets and mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like they're going to be really tired. So there's six of them this year. There's, there's, I mean, same as last year, but there's six um, with this new sprint format. So we'll see. That, that doesn't mean they can't, like if it's not working or people are like this, we don't like this, they can't change it because they did change how sprints worked, you know, in during the season last year. So it doesn't mean they can't like change it, but still. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it, and 
I wonder how, I wonder when they do the schedule, if they're going to put a greater time difference between the race and the, uh, or the sprint race itself and the race qualifying, you know, separate the number of hours in between to give more time and leeway in case there is a, a crash. I wonder that you have to go look at the schedule when the first one comes out because you've got to have they some kind of padding in there. Yeah. They just released all the race times, but not the, like, the session times. So I haven't seen that yet anyway. So we'll have to, we'll have to see what that looks like. Hmm. Interesting. So the other thing to keep in mind as we head closer to, you know, at the end of this month, we have a race. So excited. Um, but the first two races are on Saturdays. It might still be Sunday for me because of the time difference, <laughs> but it won't be like... <laughs> in the middle of the night for you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole new thing that I'm going to do. Like the, a new bakery just opened up down the road. And so like on Saturday, I'm going to walk to the bakery. I'm going to get myself a scone so I can have tea and a scone for all of my F1 races. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to support small business and have a special little ritual for the races. But yeah, so keep that in mind that's going to move everything forward, right? It's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there we go. Um, that's going to be interesting. But also, did you see that? Uh, I think it's in maybe 2026. Australia's moving back to the first race of the season. So I kind no, of like, I missed that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I think that's going to be kind of interesting. Okay. Really quickly, a couple new rules came out for F1 Academy. Um, we actually had somebody commented after I posted this, um, this week and said, they're actually looking forward to watching the women, um, race this year. And, and I think I'm excited yeah, for that. all of us are, we did get to see them last year, except for maybe it was Austin that we got to see some of their, um, racing, but yeah, we get to see it all. It's going to be amazing. So this year they, um, decided you can only race in F1 Academy for two years, then you have to move on, which I think is great because the whole purpose is to really bring more people into um, the system. And so if you have people that are just camping out in F1 Academy, you're not going to get new people in there. That doesn't mean that people couldn't bring in new drivers or whatever, but I kind of like that. You have to move on just like with their first and second place um, winners they're going to have to move on. You have to move out into another um, thing. They are also going to, at select races, have a wild card. So um, oh, I forget how that one works, to tell you the truth. I can't remember if it's the whoever's in first or one team gets to pick somebody from the local area and bring them in. I love that. Obviously, they have to be qualified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but the points, I do believe, go go towards, you know, they'll drive one of their cars. It goes towards their team points, all of that stuff. So opening it up to more people to have that opportunity is great. The other thing that they announced, which is major, is the top five drivers are going to get super license points which is huge. That's like one thing people don't realize and people are like, why isn't there a woman in a car? Like put a woman in a car. They still have to have the required number of super license points. Like with Logan Sargent, if, if people remember, he was on the bubble. Williams wanted him. They said he's our guy, but he has to get his super license points by the end of the season that he was racing. And he had to finish at a certain 
point, you know, place in that last race to do it. Um, and he was able to do it. So if the women don't have opportunities to get super license points, they will never race in F1. And I know that those do roll off. Um, but again, it's giving them more opportunities. So major, major, major announcement. I'm so excited about that. And I'm sure the women were like, yes, you know, they're getting there. They're getting there. I can't recall if the women are going to be at the two races we're going to be at. I think that they're going to be in Barcelona. Why do I feel that way? That would be amazing. Which would be amazing. But I also thought last year they were going to be at Barcelona and they were not. But I do think that this year they, they are. So, yeah. I would, I mean, my gosh, we always have a full day at the track, but that is going to be a really, really full day at the track. Like just sitting. Now I have to look. Yeah, please. They are going to be, they are at Barcelona. Yes. Yes. Doing Jeddah, Miami, Barcelona, Zandervoort, Singapore, Lucille, and uh, Yas Island. Yes. That's amazing. Okay. Good news. So we will be parked in our seats. I'm glad we have covered seats this year. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be walking around as much as usual. I'll be like, we've got to get there. Yeah. And we've got to get in our seats because we're watching it all. I can't wait. And and I have no visa problems this year. So I'm definitely going. (laughs) Thank God, because I don't want to be there by myself. Um, Okay. So a couple updates that came out about Lewis. Supposedly, he's getting $100 million a year at Ferrari. Wow. Remember, it was like, that's, how much are they? It's amazing. Paying? That's way more than even um, uh, Max. Uh, Max is getting right now, right? Because he's yeah. at 55, right? Something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> wow. Lewis. Well, Ferrari can afford it. I mean, Ferrari can afford it. Yeah. I mean, apparently. The funny thing is there's rumors that they did not go with signs because he asked for too much money. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, they have the money for Lewis. Science says he's fine. He's concentrating. Yeah, on- I saw a quote from him that, you know, after working at Ferrari, seeing behind the scenes, he kind of expected this. Yeah, I think they're probably pretty open and, you know. It's fine. I, I I know. I think he knows like he does have to have a good year. I'm sure he wants to finish strong at Ferrari. He's got nothing to be ashamed about what he's done no. at Ferrari over the last, you know, three years or whatever it's been that he's been there. Um, is this his fourth? He needs, a, he needs a good year so he can get picked up by and get a good car. Yeah, but I mean, there's rumors about him. Mercedes. Um who else? But Mercedes people are throwing in Alex Albon. Esteban Ocon has has a relationship, a strong relationship with Mercedes. There's already been talk about Alex Albon has been offered a three-year contract at Red Bull. Um, so the rumors are already like, we're not even waiting for silly season. The rumors are everywhere. So we'll see. I think that he will end up, I've heard that there's four teams that are interested in him. I, I mean, he's I think he can point and say, like, he was always on par with, he was either beating Charles in the points or just right, you know, on par with him. The only driver last year to win a race who wasn't wearing a Red Bull outfit um, overalls. But yeah, he's got, it's, we, again, we have had a couple people sign for 2025. 
but there's still the majority of the grid that has to, and we're not going to figure that out. I don't think <laughs> this month, so much stuff has happened. Okay. Let's quickly end on this last topic. I have avoided posting anything about this because it's all rumor at this Specula point. Speculation. Yeah. Speculation. Um, but Christian Horner, oh my goodness. Um, they, <laughs> where to begin? When, so it first came out that he was being investigated and the rumors initially were he sent a inappropriate picture to a female worker that has since been replaced by a female worker has accused him of being coercive and, um, oh, I don't remember the other word, coercive and like kind of bullying in the way that he manages. Um, so basically forcing people to do things that they don't want to do. We don't know what that is. We don't know if it's accurate. We don't know if maybe somebody is just very sensitive and didn't want to be told how to do their job. Um, the meeting yesterday was eight hours. Um, it apparently uh, lasted a full eight hours. He was there. It also sounded um, like he does not think that it's going to be resolved quickly. So the investigation could be ongoing, which could make for kind of an awkward like launch next week. <laughs> not going to lie, but last year he was a very big part of the presentation. I don't know if they're going to continue with that or not continue with that, but that's going to be awkward. Really. So awkward. And there's so many ancillary rumors around and speculation because of this, you know, about oh, yeah. Helmet Marco, about, oh. you know, everything about Adrian Newey. I mean, he's leaving. Marco's going to lead stuff. Like there's just all these speculations, like people, zip it and let's just let it play out and see what's happening. Yeah. Like we don't need to go and, oh my gosh. And, and the ability to make things look like it's real. And then people jump on it and go, oh my gosh, like until it comes out on the Red Bull website, F1 or FIA, it's not real. Yeah. It's just not real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. I don't know. Maybe we should mention some of this stuff, but there, there has been everything from, um, the Red Bull owners, when the um, main person passed away a couple of years ago, now apparently like the, the family, they don't want Christian to have as much power as he has. There's been rumors about Max and his dad leaking information and they are siding against Horner, um, which, you know, I mean, I feel like Max and, and um, Christian have a very good relationship. Uh, you know, he's done a lot. It appears that way. So I, I don't know if that's true. There have been rumors that Adrian Newey's contract and Christian's contract are kind of tied together. So it, Adrian would not stay if Christian went. But then more stuff came out that Adrian was like, no, I've, you know, Adrian's staying with Red Bull. He's, you know, distancing himself from Christian Horner. So who knows even if we'll have all of the, the info. I told you this, but my very first thought was when I saw the information was what is going on? Because this is now the second high powered principal who also like CEO, when we talk about Total Wolf, CEO of um, Mercedes, um, we know Christian you know, he, I don't know if his title is CEO, but he's very high up. My, my first thought was like, 
who's gunning for these, these principles? Like we had the whole issue with Toto and Susie Wolf that came out of nowhere and went nowhere because they pushed back. Now here, this comes out of nowhere. Christian's pushing back. Like, I'm going to start my own conspiracy theory that somebody in the FIA or F1 is like trying to do their darndest to smear, you know, some of the people. Well, you know, we'll have to but, see. You know, there's a big thing too. There's, you know, there's no such thing as bad press, right? So they talk about like no press is worse than bad press. So, you know, you've got all this stuff around Lewis and you've got them in the news. You had Haas in the news because of them firing Steiner yeah. You know, this is something that's got Red Bulls in the news. And, you know, there, there's there's a layer of conspiracy around there that'll come at he'll be vindicated. Oh, poor Christian Horner, you know, because <laughs> it was, oh, oh, poor Toto Wolf. And then everybody came to Toto and, 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 and Susie's defense. Where's the defense for Christian? Dada? Like, there, there's so much that could come out of this, I yeah. think. That's why, like, this is a pretty serious accusation. Workplace harassment, That that's serious. Yeah, you know, I feel I I feel too. I worry about any kind of pushback. I haven't seen it, but I worry about you know, you know, the testosterone fueled. Well, women don't belong in F one. Blah blah blah. Oh, it's, and, it's know, there. It's absolutely there. I made the mistake of looking at some comments yesterday, and it was all men saying a, a woman. You know, of course, playing the victim. A woman. You um, know. You know. I, she, I was thinking it was there. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, it's out there and it was disgusting. And I was like, I can't even, I, like, I have to stay Which on. If it, if, it, if it really happened, if there's something there, that was very difficult for this person to have to come up and, yes. and, and do in this sport, in this environment, and to be something that's going to be so high profile. Yeah. So that makes you think, well, it makes it difficult to think that it's not true because that's a hard thing to have to bring up and then go through all of this. So it's... Right at this point, it's just we're just going to let it play out and, and let it hopefully be investigated properly and the truth comes out and it's handled with appropriately. Yeah. That's that's the hope. It you know? definitely does seem like Red Bull is handling it appropriately. They jumped on it immediately. They brought in independent counsel. They, you know, yeah, the eight hour meeting, like they are doing their due diligence from, from the outside. That's how it appears. Um, because it should be fair to, to both parties to really get to what happened and how it happened, whatever that may be. So, yeah. yeah. And if it's not an actual inappropriate image being sent and it's actually oh. a, a management style and, you know, a, a hostile work environment, it very well could be that Christian sees his activities and his actions as innocent or above reproach when actually He's just been managing in a style that is not good. And he's just gotten away with it for many years. And now he's getting checked. Yeah. So, you know, it could be that as well. So um, I, I yeah. the word that stood out to me in the in the statement was coercive, because yeah. if you're being forcing somebody to do something that they don't want to do, maybe that's hiding money, you know, like falsifying documents, like whatever it may be. Well, you can use language. I mean, I've seen it recently. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, with you have language like, you know, if for your own sake, for yeah. your, you know, that those kinds of words veiled are very threatening. Yeah. yeah. Veiled threats can make it too. 
for your own sake, for your own better judgment, for your own good. Those are things that are threatening your livelihood, threatening your job. And so it's like, oh, well, you know, it's for the betterment for the whole team. It's for everybody. I wasn't threatening. Yeah, you're in a level of power. And you say something like that, that is a threat. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, who knows? Who knows? Well, we will definitely see that play out again. It will be interesting this week to see their launch. So we do have five launches this week, starting Monday with your team, Aston Martin. Um, We've got Ferrari. They just released actually right before we got on their overalls for this year. It's kind of got the red stripe and then a yellow stripe. It's a little Ronald McDonald-ish, but um, not as bad as as the one outfit from last year. Um, And I know I say outfit, but, you know, don't get mad at me. Um, So they will be coming out. I've heard that their car is going to be red and white. So I'll be very interested to see if that is what they do. Supposedly they want to kind of mimic or take inspiration from the car that won Le Mans last year, the Ferrari that won Le Mans, which was red and white. So I'm very excited for that. So yeah, we've got five more cars being launched. Can't wait. They're doing it at 4 a.m. my time. I'm not getting up for that, people. Like, so some of these, <laughs> some of the, some of the recaps are going to come a little later. Um, and then, yeah, then we start gearing up for preseason testing. So we've got a lot happening in the next two weeks. Yeah, and and uh, Drive to Survive is going up. <gasps> That's right on the 23rd. Yes, I'll be I'll be back in Germany for that. But yeah, yes. That's right. All right. Well, there's our little wrap up for this week. Yay. There we go. (laughs) We're we're off and running. So thanks for coming along for the ride. And uh, here we go. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review. To stay up to date with She Loves the Grid and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow us on Instagram at She Loves the Grid and on Facebook at facebook.com slash She Loves the Grid. Thank you for joining us for the ride this week. Mm-hmm.